Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Before we get started, I've got some exciting news. The eight-week ESL relationship coaching program is officially reopened for application. There are limited spots, and this round is getting started on August 24th. So you want to make sure you apply as soon as possible if you're interested. And this program is for anyone who is ready to get off the dating roller coaster, improve your self-worth, learn how to make attachment theory work for you so you can show up as a securely attached woman in your dating relationships. Um, If you are ready for those things, that sounds like you, make sure you don't wait. Go apply now using the link in my bio on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Coaching, or you can just shoot me a direct message on Instagram. And I am so excited about this. I know that whoever is part of this is going to experience some amazing growth, just as the women did who who just finished up. So I'm excited. Make sure you go apply if you know this is for you. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? I cannot wait for this topic. This is something that people talk to me about a lot, and I've been thinking about it a lot. So anytime I have something that's kind of been circling in my brain, I I let it sit there for a while before I share it with you all because I want to make sure my thoughts have been fully formed. I've done the research. I always want to give you all the best possible information, right? Because I want you to have amazing, healthy relationships and I care about the information I put out. So this is a topic that has been on my mind for probably about six weeks now, and I'm finally ready to talk about it. Okay. You're like, what is it? What is it? (laughs) It is the topic of interdependence. And maybe you've heard of that. Maybe you haven't. I'm, I would actually go so far as to say that I don't know of many people who are talking about it in the relationship world. This has actually been more used in organizational psychology. But the concept of it is going to be incredibly helpful to you in your relationships. All right, so let's set it up. Typically, people think about codependence and independence. And if you look at our culture, independence is on a pedestal. We are taught in America from day one 
that we are supposed to grind and hustle and make it and put in the work and get your own money, get your own house, get your own car, go to college, get the job. You are taught that you are all you should depend on, right? Now, if we look at other cultures, there's a lot more normalization of community and dependence and team and relying on others. And that's much more normalized. So anyways, in our culture, for the majority of us, we have these two extremes. We have independence. Then, you know, this is like the man or the woman who's like, I got my career. I got my life. I got my friends. I take vacation when I want and I don't need a relationship. <laughs> I tried to say that with attitude. <laughs> Hopefully you could hear the attitude. Um, so that's like this cultural norm, kind of almost the word is devaluing, devaluing relationship, devaluing connection as if it's weak. That's what we're taught. Shoot me a DM if you can relate to that. Go over to Dr. Morgan Coaching IG. Shoot me a DM if you feel like that's what you learned. Okay. On the other extreme, we have codependency. And a lot of you who I talk with talk about past relationships that were codependent, romantic relationships. And some of you will also talk about your parental relationships that were codependent, right? And in gestalt therapy, there's a term that I've always loved to describe this phenomena, and it's called confluence, right? Another way of talking about codependency is confluence, where my identity merges with your identity, and we become one, and I swallow this is hard to say, swallow whole the um, expectations, the needs, the wants, everything that you give to me, I take it in as mine, right? That's a way to think of confluence and codependence. And essentially, it is the loss of self. So a lot of times when I talk with people who get out of codependent relationships, they'll say, I just feel like I lost myself. Like I looked in the mirror and I didn't know who I was. I fell apart. And from personal experience, I know that I've been in those dynamics in the past, right? So it's interesting. A lot of people have this pendulum swing of I'm totally independent. I don't need nobody. And then when they get in a relationship, it's this total codependency, right? So neither one, neither one works. Neither one works in isolation. And the interesting thing is that when we think about these terms, they actually line up really well with attachment theory. So for all my attachment theory nerds, this one's for you, right? If we think about codependency, that's likely connected with anxious attachment behaviors. And if we think about independence, that being the priority, that's likely connected to avoidantly attached behaviors, right? 
different values. Let me let me talk about this also. This is going to make it crystal crystal clear. I'm like so excited I can't talk. Are you ready for this? You ready? So the fear of the codependent in the relationship, right? If I'm codependently attached, the fear is I'll lose the relationship. The fear of the independent attachment or avoidant attachment is I will lose myself, right? So operating out of fear in both places and staying in either one of those places doesn't serve you and doesn't serve a healthy relationship. So what in the heck do we need? Side note, I've started saying heck a lot more since being in Montana. I apologize. It's used by the family. Um, yeah. <laughs> what in the heck? What in the heck do we need? And that's where this term interdependence comes from. And like I said, I'm kind of... I don't know how many people have developed this in the relationship world. I honestly don't. I've done some research. I've seen it in other fields. But I am going to give you my own definition that I have extrapolated from other fields. Okay. Interdependence, which is where you simultaneously acknowledge the individual and you acknowledge the relationship right? And this is where the beauty of secure attachment comes from as well, where we can acknowledge the I and we can acknowledge the we. And we can acknowledge that the threat of the I is actually not a threat at all. That when my partner is their best self, it actually enhances the we, right? And what does it take to get to that place? What does it take to get to interdependence and healthy relationship? You can think of it as relationship actualization, right? We talk about self-actualization. Relationship actualization is the product of navigating, navigating that beautiful, beautiful shift of going from two eyes, two single eyes, to a we that simultaneously supports the individuals. What happens is most relationships start out in a beginning stage where it's confluent where two people are in, are very deeply attracted to one another. They're in this stage of early, early infatuation. This stage can last anywhere from three months to a year. And that person lets go of the I identity and they become a we. And they just maybe hold on to the I just a little bit. But then what happens is when the couple matures... When they come to the stage where they say, I honor the we, but I also need to have my identity, I need to honor myself, 
the way that you navigate that transition where the we also becomes two independent eyes is proof of is this relationship healthy? Is it mature? Can it withstand the test of time? Do we have the communication, the boundary setting, the mutual love and emotional intelligence to navigate the transition from a we to a we that simultaneously honors both individuals? Okay? So this concept is something that, like I said, I definitely know would have helped me so much in the past. And I know so many of you can relate to this. And I know that it's it's honestly, once you start to really, really get this and you really apply it and you don't just get it logically, but you also get it emotionally, this is life-changing, right? This is what takes you from okay relationships to great relationships. And I want you all to get it. Okay. So make sure if you love this episode, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. Send me a DM. Let me know your biggest takeaway. And of course, share it with somebody who needs to hear it. That's all that I ask. You know, this podcast is not free to produce but I love it. I love giving you all value that you can go and apply now. So all that I ask is that you share it with somebody who needs it and that you tell me what your takeaways are. I love hearing from you all after you've listened to the podcast. All right, that's it for today. As always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.